1: Welcome Ephraimites and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Ramble. back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers.
0: And now from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts.
1: Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbold. got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, wwwjewishprofit.com That's www.jewishprophet.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call, lovingly, the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God And I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material, and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the profits material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity. Again, that all is. So, again, if you don't, already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on please consider joining up with that and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprophet.com that's cradle at jewishprophet.com and just say hey I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about and certainly love to get you hooked up if you want to do it just by the telephone we can do that also and you can give the office a call 618-262-2810 Six one eight two six two twenty eight ten, and find out more about that. Also, like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Dugger Now
2: let me say that again. We,
1: Shalom to everyone listening around
2: uh, the earth today. We are uh, we are astounded to watch God do, what He's doing in this day and this hour. And uh, we uh, again, we welcome you. I hope that you're. I hope that you are and or will become a student of God's Word and that you will learn and, uh, and watch what God's Word will do in changing you and your family's lives. It's, uh, it's incredible. Uh, the stories that we have from the people that have, uh, that have come in and, and have become students of God's Holy Word is there's some incredible stories. And it, it's, uh, you know, I'd like to get them all, I'd like to get them all on here so we could all testify we we do get uh testimony in the quarterlies we have people uh, that are that, that are there or here or whatever that will uh, bless god uh, come on and 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 tell you what's happened in their lives to their lives and their families since they have kept the covenant and the testimony of this holy son Yeshua because that's uh that is exactly exactly what the uh, what it's all about well the, the it looks like the things in the world are still still they're still going around in circles uh, they' not sure what's going to happen with the monetary funds and uh, and we know what's going to happen you, you, you know it, the wild thing about all of it to me is if they just read the book you know if they would just understand that that that, that book called the Bible in most of their cases bless God it is the final authority of God, all right, it, and uh, and it tells there that that's what's going to happen. I I, I think that really uh, with the kind of minds that those people have in our government, that that, that I they may not dispute the fact that it's God's uh, authority within His Word taking place. Uh, the probably the when. Oh, so that's going to happen, you know, 150 years down the road. Well, no, I'm sorry. It's not going to happen 150 years down the road. I don't know the days or the dates and the times, but I can tell you we are at the very threshold of this thing absolutely coming un- unravelable both ends. And, uh, again, for those of you that are in Ephraim, and I keep wanting to say it, and I do say it over and over again, the, the Scriptures tells us that Ephraim will be saved out of it all. And, uh, the, and, and folks, that's, that's something precious to be able to hang on to. That's something precious to be able to to know, that bless God that God is going to save forth. Why? He has to, because he, because of, of what He put into the into the scriptures out of the bellies of the prophets, He has to save Ephraim out of it all. Well, well, uh, we're going to do a subject today that uh, that I uh, you know I don't know that I've I've really taught on this. I think there's been times that I have I have mentioned, uh, but uh, this is something that's so important, and, and I'm just going to name it. How does wisdom come? It's important to have wisdom. I want to get done with this study here. And it's a short study. Uh, bless God. I hope that you'll you'll have an idea. Have, have you ever known somebody that uh, that bless God that was just uh, as far as knowledge, uh, they were just outstanding in in having knowledge. Uh, in other words, they may have a doctor degree. Uh, um, uh, you know they. They have a a master's degree of of whatever. But uh, anyway, but I think what we've all said at one point in time or another, that they may be so smart, but they don't have any common sense. Well, these are people that have knowledge that have no wisdom, and and that's exactly what that is. And and to use the world as the example, which is, you know, always good to be able to, to do, to point out, the fact of it is that uh bless god that that's just the way that it is that uh the people now been around a lot of people that bless God that were dear God in heaven, keen times smarter than I'd ever dream about trying to be but they had they they had no wisdom to go with the knowledge that there 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 wasn't there wasn't anything there to bless god for it to work well uh, today we're going to uh, Go through some things here. Hopefully, you'll learn some things out of it. Uh, I'm going to start in 2 Timothy 3.7, and, and this pretty well covers what I've already said. Ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Ever learning and never being able to come to the knowledge of the truth. The church is full of these people. Absolutely full. Ever learning. There's people that learn. You know, I, and I'm always saying, excuse me again. I'm always saying that there's people that's learned a whole lot of nothing, okay? They're running around and they're getting books and they're getting CDs and DVDs and watching TV and all that. But you see, it's not changing their lives. They have knowledge, but without wisdom, with that knowledge, it's not going to do anything. It will not do anything. It was never meant to do anything. Now, wisdom is the ability to make latent, accumulated knowledge worthwhile. I'm going to read that again because that comes right out of the dictionary. Wisdom is the ability to make latent, accumulated knowledge worthwhile. That's what wisdom is. So, in other words, knowledge is one thing to have. It can simply be gotten because God give us what? God give us brilliant minds, and so we can collect. Okay, uh, now how do you use the abilities, the talents, and acquired knowledge that, that you have? How do you use that? Well, wisdom comes from the spirit of man, okay? It comes from the spirit of man. God is a spirit. Man can only contact God through what means? Through the spirit, not his senses or his intelligence, okay? So, and and you know, we've been through that, trying to get you to understand how the how the, uh, how the spirit world works, how the supernatural uh, absolutely works. And it works in that way. God's a spirit, and and he deals spirit to spirit, all right? So when you begin to understand that the only way that you can contact God is what? It, it's, it's your spirit, not, not your senses or your intellect, okay? Wisdom is a product of the spirit of man. And that's important for you to know. Wisdom is a product of the spirit of man. The ability to use knowledge must come where? From God. And that's the reason it's so important to understand. Folks, again, you know, you can get busy about nothing. You can learn lots of things in lots of areas. You know, I, all kind of stuff uh, floats around. You know what? People will... Uh, uh, you know, concerned about this and concerned about that. You don't do this at the right time or don't do that at the right time. And, well, you know, again, uh, uh, and I've always said, years ago when I was a, a very young man, my dad uh, taught me something then, and uh, and he just simply said this to me. He said, if you're going to go out here and start a business, and and the business is like – and to somebody else's business, he said, you need to go and if that business is successful, you need to go find out everything you can find out about what made it successful and do it exactly that way. Again, we did say line upon line and precept upon precept. Do it exactly that way. And I've never i I've never forgotten that. Okay? Now we have to understand that Wisdom does not come from, from reasoning, and it doesn't. But now I'm going to tell you something else. Neither is love, joy, faith, courage, and everything else like that. They're utterly independent of reasoning faculties altogether. They're often superior to reason itself. And how true, how true could it be? How true <laughs> will it always be? Amen. God is love. As you and I walk in love, think in love, live in love, we become one with him, the Lord God, in his love life. All right? We will then be able to draw upon God's ability, his strength, his very life. When we when we get into that when we get into that place. But again, you know, head knowledge again isn't isn't going to do you any good. It's got to get word. It's got to get into your spirit, man. It's got to get into your heart, one and the same. Now, in Proverbs two two, it says, "So that thou incline thy ear to wisdom, and apply thy heart to understanding." So you're, you know, you, you you have to bring yourself to that place that that you incline your ear unto wisdom. And, and I again, I, I see so many people doing so many things that. Don't even come close to having any wisdom within them. You know, uh, um, things that they say, the things that they do, uh, like I said, they're busy about nothing. They've got a lot of knowledge, and you have to know how to apply it, okay? You have to understand how to apply it. And, and that's one thing about this ministry, and that's one thing about a prophet's ministry, is the fact that we're going to teach you how to apply God's holy word, that it will become wisdom to you, and that wisdom that you'll be able to teach to others in time. And I think uh, beyond beyond any uh, shadow of turning, these things are these things are so important. You know, uh, sometimes uh, I, I, you know you stop and you think about it. Really, we get busy about a lot of things in life, don't we? But really, when it comes right down to it, what does it really matter? Okay, what does it really matter? You know, that's the reason I said, you, you've got to be careful about this stuff, about running around here. Well, I'm going, you know, I'm going over and I'm drawing stuff from this minister I'm drawing stuff from that minister. Because, again, as I, as I pointed out so many times, when you start becoming involved and you start listening to all this stuff, you're accountable for all that stuff. Okay? And if you're accountable for it, then it means the things that you understand that you believe are right and then the things that maybe you don't understand that you don't believe is right. That you're accountable for all of it. And again, you can't you see you can't be drawn, um, and I, I, I know the charismatic movement was terrible about Run into this ministry and run into that ministry and grabbing this nugget over here of God's word and that over there of God's word. And when I begin to watch these people's lives over a period of time, I begin to realize that they, 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 they were running here and there and they weren't growing. They were, they were gaining what? Knowledge. But they didn't have any idea in this world how to use the knowledge. And that's where this thing absolutely uh, gets out of hand. Let's go to Ephesians three sixteen. That he would grant you, according to his riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now, where's, you, where's that at? In the inner man. Say anything about your mind? Not a thing. Not a thing. So your mind gathers knowledge. All right? And he says that be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, and ye being rooted and grounded in love. Again, what I say? That that's that's what God is, okay? He's love. And you're rooted and grounded in love. Yeah and and, and let me tell you something. <laughs> again, you know, I've said from the very outset of this thing, that's the hardest thing for us to to, to really get down. Is to, is to flow in love, absolute love. But see, again, if you have the knowledge, the knowledge that we're commanded to love one another, okay? But if you don't have the wisdom to apply that, that's the reason you're out here still judging one another. That's the reason you're out here sowing discord one to another is because you've never found the wisdom to operate in love. You never have. This, this study, if you will, uh, I mean, partake of it, eat of it, if you will, will open up to you some areas within your lives that, that, that you didn't know existed because you will have, with the knowledge and the wisdom, to apply it. Well, let's go on. It, it goes on to say, it may be able to comprehend with all saints, not just part of them, what is the breath, and the length, the depth, and the height. And to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, see, passes knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. So, see, what what, what we're being told here is that if we can be able to comprehend what is the breadth, the height, the depth, uh, 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 the length of all this thing, and to know the love of Christ, which passes all in, you might be filled with all the fullness of God. And isn't that really what God wants for your life and my life to be full of Him? To have the fullness of the Lord God Himself? Absolutely. Now, if not, brothers and sisters, He would have never had this stuff written down for us. It would just have been something that would have been out there, something that would be given to just a few at best. And if they desired to teach that to somebody else that would have been fine if hadn't you know what, would have been a pickle. But again, in God's infinite wisdom, he went past that, didn't he? Absolutely. Now, 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. See, it's there. It is absolutely there. The problem is what? The problem is you and I. The pro- same, the same, the same problem that I have tried to point out from, you know, from the very start of this thing. Your problem is you. Your problem is not if you're the the, the, the wife. It isn't your husband. If you're the husband, it's not your wife. It, uh, bless God, it, it's not the the boss at the job. The problem you have is you. And once you begin to understand that all right that you have that within you i you know i finally after quite a period of time actually i begin to realize that i had the power of god working in me and and you know something god's not a respect for persons if you've accepted yeshua as your lord and your savior if you have been filled with the rochadish the holy ghost then I'm gonna tell you something. You have the power of God working in you in you as Christ himself had being the Lord God when he was here. You have you have the same you have the same power working in you. Now, you know I used to people used to say to me, Well, I, I don't understand, you know, it seems to work in you. Uh why why doesn't you know Working us well, I you know again to different degrees. It 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 is that for sure. But but still, the power that's in you will will raise the dead in the name of Yeshua. It is there to perform the things of God. And in twenty one says unto him, be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without an end. Amen. So he's saying that this thing is going to be throughout all the ages. This, this isn't something that, again, it was just for them that was there on this earth or here on this earth at that time. No, it was for, it was for all, all, all ages, throughout all ages, I mean. And what a statement. So if, in fact, if, in fact, that's true, and it is, then somewhere along the line we've missed something. Somewhere along the line, we need, somewhere along the line, we need to understand some things that we don't understand. What's it going to take to do that? It? It's going to take wisdom. To cry out to the Lord God. You, every day, you should pray to the Lord God to give you wisdom. Give me wisdom, Lord, to understand how to handle this situation, how to take care of that situation, how to do this, how to do that. And it would, uh, well, I'm telling you, things can change. Uh, Will they change? Absolutely they'll change. You know, the grand thing about God is that God is waiting on you and I, okay? He's he's waiting on you and I. He knows that we have the ability because he's given that to us. Now, in Proverbs 3.13, it says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom. And the man that getteth understanding. Okay? The nurse realize again what he what he sets there first. He says, the man that findeth wisdom. And and folks, th- that's part of what we're here all about today. Proverbs eight eleven says, For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Wow. That's heavy duty stuff, isn't it? that wisdom is better than than rubies or anything that you can think of uh, that can be uh, desired. there's no way to compare it to wisdom itself big time stuff in it well, I'm going to tell you something he's a big time god, and that's uh, uh that just happens to be part of what the entirety of the matter is that you see God understands he knows. But I'm going to tell you something. He has made provision for us. But again, there are things that we overlook. There's things that bless God that that we've never been taught. And this thing about wisdom is so important. But you see, I've given you a lot of knowledge over these past six years. A lot of knowledge. Some of you are getting it into your hearts, into your spirit, man, and I know that. But you see, you've got to have the wisdom. And we're going to show you how that wisdom comes here as we uh, we go through this. First Corinthians one thirty, 130, chapter one thirty first. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, of whom God has made unto us wisdom, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Again, what's the first thing he says here? That God is made unto us wisdom. We we, we have that. It's available. You know, it, it's sort of like. It's sort of like the fact you you go into your your home tonight and you go in and it's dark. There's no lights on. And bless God you're wandering around in there, you know, trying to not run into something, fall over something, whatever it is. But the fact of it is, the power is there. All you have to do is do what? Reach over, turn the switch on. There's there's there is light. And and see that's the same way. It's there. You're just going to have to. You're just going to have to understand how to turn it on. Okay, God has made wisdom. He has made wisdom in Christ to us. That means that the wisdom and ability of God is imparted to us through Christ. Well, I think you know that. I don't think that's anything. I don't think that's anything new to to, to any Christian. All right, but but you know, again, <laughs> I I love the way. I love the way the Lord God brings what he brings to me and the way he does it. He has brought me through these many, many, many years a step at a time. You know, we what, m- many of you that are listening today have been not unlike at all under this prophet. Oh, there was times that I've, I've become impatient. You know, there was times that I thought I was taking, you know, two steps forward and uh, look around. I made three the other direction. But you see, wisdom, again, is not something that's going to come to you overnight. It's just not going to happen that way. In John 14, 16, it says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, which is through the Holy Ghost, and he may abide with you, how long? Forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Physical things, brothers and sisters, are real to our five senses, and they are, okay? And Yeshua said, I'm, I'm going to send you the spirit of reality, okay? Spiritual realities is what is what he sent, so that you can understand. Why Why did he think it was important for him to send the Rehachadish, the Holy Ghost, back to this earth? Because he knew he knew that we had to have the power source, and the Holy Ghost is the power source, all right If you don't haven't studied that, well we've've got, we've got studies about that in psalm fourteen twenty six it says, "But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you what all things, and bring all things to remembrance whatsoever I have said to you." Teach us things of the Spirit. That's what we should be after. Teach us things of the Spirit. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't take long to be out here. And how exciting it was for, in my case, a Methodist boy, uh, to get involved with the Pentecostal movement. I mean, it was it, it was so alive compared to the deadness of the Methodist Church. They, they 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 were claiming things, they were claiming miracles, they were claiming healings, they were claim, you know they were claiming things. They danced, they jumped up and down, they shouted. At the end of the day, they were just as sick as the Methodist people, maybe sicker, because they were believing something, and yet they didn't understand how to acquire. What was that about? Now, listen. They had the knowledge, but they didn't have the wisdom to apply the knowledge. And that's, again, that's where the whole thing lies. For, for, again, how does it come? Well, just listen up here. John fifteen twenty six, 26 uh, says, uh, but when the comforter has come, whom I will send into you from the Father, so where where does he come from? The Father. Even the Spirit of truth which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. He's saying this unseen person is coming to unveil to us the things that made Yeshua himself what he was in his earthly walk. That's, that's, That's exactly. Yeah, remember when Yeshua said, and all things that I have done, ye shall do also. Now listen, and even greater things shall you do. How, how many people do you know can even work the works that Yeshua did on this earth? No, no, we're not going to talk about the greater works. We're just going to talk about those works. Well, I would say a handful at best on this earth today, at best. And that was the thing that always, always just absolutely, just, just absolutely concerned me to no end, was the fact that there was no power. A lot of words, okay, a lot of knowledge being spoken, but there wasn't the unadulterated power of the Holy Ghost through the name of Yeshua in operation in the services. And, you know, that, that was one thing that I set my heart toward in the very beginning. But I said, Lord, I, I don't want to be like them. If I can't learn, if I can't learn to work your works and work your works, then I'll take my stripes on that day. I just just don't want to to go any further. Well, you know, the Lord, again, through many years taught me. And that's the reason I say, and I still say today, I can teach you how to work the works of God if you're willing to learn. It's not going to be easy, but nothing really is ever easy, is it, when you have to learn something? As I've always said, uh, most, of your, most of you have some unlearning to do, and unlearning is a whole lot harder than just learning. Before you can begin to learn, you have to get so, you've got to, you got you have to get some of that religion that has attached itself to your minds. You have to get rid of it. You have to you have to you have to come to the place where, where bless God, the, the, the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Ghost can. Have his way with you, all right, but in order for that to happen what 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 is it that 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 we're going to have to have to happen well you, you, number one you got to be willing and obedient everybody's willing to work the works of God very few became obedient enough to work the works of God see and and you know again in comparison today what what the church substituted. For the power of the Holy Ghost, the anointing, okay, one and the same. What what the church uh, 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 failed so 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 desperately was the fact that they couldn't produce the Book of Acts. They couldn't produce it, and the, and the people were being promised all kind of things. Then the Charismatic movement came along and said, "Well." Here's here's where your problem's at. This this is this is really where your problem is. Your problem is that uh that bless God you just didn't learn enough word. Now what is that again? You didn't have enough knowledge? Okay. Maybe maybe right. So they 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 just insisted that if we would get into church with them, that we would get all this all this you know, knowledge and, and all our troubles would be over. Now, a lot of people bought into that. Still buying into that today. But you know something? That didn't work either, did it? No. Why? They didn't understand how to use the word that was being given to them. It was all head knowledge. Has to be word. Has to be heart knowledge. And again, our brothers and sisters, uh, that, that takes that takes, some, that takes some real time. That's not something going to, again, happen or not, but it will happen. But, again, there is, there is an order of which has to happen in your life. You have to, again, you know, I say, I think I say it every day, you have to become a student of God's holy word. You must become a student. Let's go to John 16, 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, holy ghost, is come, he will guide you into what all truth. Wow. So, so you mean if if I'm filled, baptized with the Holy Ghost, Yeshua is the baptizing. Now, then, I, I, he's going to guide me into all truth. Wow. Well, how's he going to do that? Well, he's going to do it by bringing knowledge. Then giving you wisdom how to use the knowledge. He goes on to say, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Hallelujah. He's going to show us things to come. Well, how do you think I, you know, I know all the things that I know. That, that anointing comes upon me. It's like I said, I can, when that, that anointing is on me, I can almost tell everybody in the room what they had for breakfast, if not everybody in the room. What's that about? It's because I have learned to follow the leadership of the Holy Ghost. Okay? I've learned to do that. 14 says, He shall glorify me, for he shall receive a mind and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take a mind and shall show it unto you. Wow. He's going to make... Spiritual things as real to our spirits as physical things are real to our senses. Get a hold of that. And I'm going to say that again because this is really important to grab onto. The Lord God is, through the Holy Ghost, is going to, to make spiritual things as real to our spirits. Now again, how's God deal with us, spirit to spirit, as physical things are real to our senses? Faith has to do with the unseen realities, and it does. I act upon the written word, and the unseen things become real. Where? In my spirit. Are you getting a hold of it? Are you beginning to understand what I'm saying? That's the way this thing works. That is the way this whole thing operates. Now, in Proverbs 9.10, it says, The fear of the Lord. Wow. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Whoa. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Boy, that's deep, isn't it? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You have to first fear God. See, you know, and again, we went through the whole realm and the in the, in, the, in the charismatic movement that, you know, you have to reverence God. No, not fear him. God didn't want, doesn't want you to be afraid of him. Will you go back and tell some of these saints that blessed God, that watched the things that they saw God do, and you tell me that they didn't fear him with fear and trembling? And that's what God still expects today. Folks, I'm sorry. It didn't work reverencing God. It works when you fear God. But you see, the fear of the Lord, it's, when you get to that place, that's the beginning of wisdom coming into your life. Now, you can't tell me that the charismatic movement found that to be true. Because why? They never feared him. I, I can remember very, very much uh, being around. You know, I, I, I didn't volunteer to be around the charismatic movement. The Lord God insisted. That I get around it. He wanted me to understand how it operated, and boy, did I find out! I was so thrilled the day that the Lord God said that He would not demand any longer for me to be a part of that. And uh, because it was, it was loose on both ends, I'm oh, my Lord and oh my God. anybody that anybody that wanted to say God said this and God said that, they just said it. There wasn't anybody there. Of the prophetic realm that blessed God could or would judge that the ones that was around that call themselves prophets you know they, they weren't they weren't going they weren't going to badmouth any of it why because it all amounted to money coming in the plate is what it amounted to for them well yeah I'm sorry to say but that's the truth too isn't it now proverbs 1616 16 says something here how much better is it to get wisdom than gold? Wow. And to get understanding, rather, uh, to be chosen than silver. So it's back to the same thing, isn't it? It's back to the thing of saying wisdom. Wisdom is better than to get gold. Wisdom, you know, there's something big time about this wisdom thing, isn't it? When Proverbs 30, the third verse says, I neither learn wisdom nor the knowledge of the holy. Now see, and he was saying something big time there too when he he said, "I neither learn wisdom nor have the knowledge of the holy." And there's people all over the world that don't have that. Okay, people all over the world that bless God that are seeking after other gods than this God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thinking that, oh well, you know that's that's, that's that's just the way that's just the way this thing is, that's the way this thing operates. Well, I got news for you. He is the Lord God. He is the Lord God. there is no other yeah there is no other this old thing, well, he could be Buddha and he could be the Hindu God, and all oh, the Muslims you know Muhammad and all that no I'm sorry. He's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. That's who he is. And you can narrow that down real quick, can't you? Well, hallelujah. And and you know something? There there are even some Christian sects today that are teaching that type of a thing. And yes, it could be. Of course, we also have Christian sects that bless God that are open-armly taking in, taking in the homosexuals. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into that today, but one of these one of these days we will. That's an abomination to God. You weren't born that way. You weren't born that way. See, when I get back into and start teaching you the law, we're gonna go through all this stuff. You're gonna you're gonna understand. There's this thing that you know. Again, uh, man has a way of I guess looking over a lot of the past, a lot of things. Well, God doesn't look past anything. I'm here to tell you, and I'm sure it's right. John thirteen thirty four says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Okay? You love one another. Well, they said, A new commandment I give to you. Evidently, they forgot. Okay? Because it wasn't a new commandment. 35 said... But this small this shall all men know that you're my disciples if you have love. Want to know. I'm gonna tell you something, it's not going to be a manifestation that the eye can, can 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 feast upon or the hands can touch. It is a spiritual unveiling, a manifestation of the very heart life of Yeshua to us. That's what that's, that's what this thing is all about. And yet at the same time, <laughs> somehow we seem to overlook, don't we? Get wisdom. The goal of that understanding. Get wisdom, and that knowledge will come to life that you have. John 14, um, uh, 23 says, Jesus answered and said to him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. If we live the word, Keep his word. Act on it. On his word, it will work, and that brings wisdom. But see, it, it it takes again. You have to press. You have to press into this stuff, brothers and sisters. And, and a few, will do that. There, there, there's there's few people putting a demand upon people studying and becoming students of God's word like this prophet does, because I know the key. I have the key to this thing, and I know I have the key to this thing. If people will listen. And now, after the years are beginning to mount up of being in this and having people under what we're doing, it's beginning to pay dividends. People are beginning to bless God to understand. Well, let's go on. 1 Corinthians 6.19, what? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have God, of God, and ye are not your own. A man who's God, uh, who has God in him, he'll have wisdom. He'll have it. It's there. Like I said, it's there if, in fact, what? If, in fact, you'll learn to use it properly, correctly. And, again, it's not, it's not let's wave the magic wand thing. And all of a sudden you become, have all this wisdom, all this knowledge, and all this power of the Holy Ghost. And Yeshua's name, I'm sorry. The people that, you know, man, the people that, whoa, well, the people that taught that kind of stuff, I'm telling you. They, not only did it not work, it it wasn't working in their own lives. It absolutely wasn't. And Joshua 1.8, I, I think here's a, a real key. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all, you circle the word all, that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Now, now what's going to happen if, in fact, the book of the law does not depart out of your mouth? Uh, okay, but thou shalt meditate in it day and night. What's that going to It's going to bring wisdom to you. Uh, you have to observe and do according to all that's written therein. See, and again, well, the church didn't teach us all, number one. Uh, they didn't even know all to be able to teach us. And that was the reason why wisdom never showed up in the church. They hit and missed. They get all involved. They're, you know, there's a certain sex of, of all other, well, you got to get the Holy Ghost, speak in other tongues, and then, then everything else, well, I'm sorry. That didn't work. Because what? They had no wisdom with it. Developing wisdom, that's what's going to make knowledge valuable to you. I'm telling you, big time valuable to you. John 15:7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Now, here's where the old, you know, the, the tars meet the road or whatever they say about, about all that. Because I have said so many, many times, then anything, if everything you ask, do you get that from the Lord, God? No? Well, I don't hear anybody shouting in the background, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yeah. Neither did I have people standing up in meetings and saying, oh, yes, no, yes. All over the United States, North America that i traveled, no one stood up and said, yes. All my prayers are being answered. You know why? Because you had to abide in him. His words had to abide in you, which, again, does what brings wisdom. Until that comes, uh, well, I've said this, folks, and I've absolutely had some terrible, terrible emails uh, through the last six years over it. Really and truly, what happened to the people that thought they had prayers answered, they just got worldly lucky. In other words, you know, there's things that happen out here in the world, and they look like they prosper, they even heal at times. And yet in Christianity, we say, oh, God, God did this. Well, yeah, all things thanks him through the hands of the Father. I agree with that. But let me tell you something. You're going to have to get to the place where you have to abide in him. His words have to abide in you then. See, there's a comma. It doesn't say then. I like to put a then, then, there, then, then, but then, there. You shall ask what your willingness to be done unto you. God's words are wisdom. You may commit them to memory, but that's not abiding in them, see? To abide in them simply means uh, uh, the word has gained the authority over you, so you are living and walking in its wisdom. Now, I want to say it again because this is powerful stuff, brothers and sisters. God's words are wisdom. You may commit them to memory. That's not, that's not abiding in them. abide uh, in it that simply means the word has gained the authority over you so you are living and walking in its wisdom. The word's wisdom. You're learning not only to obey it but to fellowship with it day and night. You have become a partaker of the word when a man comes uh, come to when when a man comes to America, they become part of it by going to what to the word. The word becomes a part of you and you it. Now isn't that something? Isn't that something? Well, that's how simple it is. I I, I again I fully realize I fully realize it's just not quite it's just not quite that easy. Proverbs 3.5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. You need to read that to yourself every day. You need you need to read that to yourself every day and meditate that. See, that's the reason I, I, I say often, you've got to learn to meditate God's word. You've got to, you've got to learn to sit and not try to take in a whole, a whole chapter. Take in a verse or two. Ephesians 1.3, uh, growing believer, uh, and this one, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That's that's a growing believer, okay? That's somebody that, that blessed God that has got to put together. Now, he has blessed us with all these spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. They're there. The power of God is set in you through the infillment of the Holy Ghost, the Rahakadish. Most of us are walking around with the power to raise the dead, and we can't seem to come over a common cold when it comes around. Wow. James 1.5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Now listen. that Give it to all men liberally and upgrade not, and it shall be given you. In other words, he's not going to scold you for not having it. He's going to liberally give to all men that ask wisdom. That's the reason that you need to ask God for wisdom every day. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. And I'll see there again where the teaching comes. You've got to understand faith. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he... Shall receive anything of the Lord he' going to receive anything now a babe walking in sense knowledge, wisdom belongs to the growing believer okay and I, I, and, and that's that's about as simple as it's be as it's going to be said most of us are our blessed god we waver. We, you know that's the reason I've worked, worked with you diligently, and we'll do more work right here on Blog Radio. You're going to have to understand. You have to listen to what's coming out of your mouth, because out of out, you know out of out of the buns of your heart, your mouth is going to speak. If all you're talking is doubt and belief, that's what you really believe, folks. You got to get hardcore with this thing, and I mean hardcore with it, or it won't work at all. Why? Because you're going to, you're going to be like a a a wave of the sea that driveth the wind and and toss. And that's, that's what's going to happen. Then he says, don't let that guy think he's going to receive anything of the Lord because he's not going to receive anything of the Lord. How sad? Yeah, that's sad, okay. But let me tell you something. It's the truth. Seek the Lord God for wisdom. Like I said, every day you need to ask the Lord God for wisdom and guidance. The things that you're about to encounter throughout the day, things that you've been praying about, ask him for wisdom. He's going, he's going to liberally give that to you. He's not going to scold you. Like I tell people, when you slip up with your faith and you say things you shouldn't they just repent. Ask the Lord God to forgive you for your sin of doubt and unbelief, and he'll forgive you. Yeshua's name. And then go right back at it again. But folks, the key to this is God's holy word. The key to this is understand who he is. The key to this is to be like him. Okay? That's that's where the Lord God is is trying to bring trying to bring all of us. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's not easy because number one, you have to have a have a mentor to have said under the blessed God that walks in this kind of stuff. And you're fortunate to be listening to one today. I have grown up in this. I understand how it works. I understand why it doesn't work. And I also try to get people to understand. Let me tell you something. The powers of darkness are real. Now, you have the authority over the power of darkness through the name of Yeshua, and you do. But it says also, neither give place to the devil. And some of you give place to the devil and then turn around and can't understand why this thing isn't working. You'll get wisdom and you'll understand. Okay? You get wisdom. You understand. Well, let me pray for those of you that need prayer today. I want you to place your hand if you can. If you can't, that's fine. Or you don't want to, that's fine. Place your body that you need to be healed. And I'm going to send the healing virtue of the Lord God's healing power across these phone lines today. Father, right now, in the name of your holy son, Yeshua, I command every person that's listening, to receive, their bodies to receive from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet and be cleansed of anything that they don't need in their bodies, that they need to be healed of, the miracle that they may need in Yeshua's precious name. And and, and Lord God, let that I bind, Satan I bind you from this, in the name of the Lord Yeshua. What I bind on this earth is bound in heaven. For those of you that bless God, that, uh, that need To be delivered, okay? Um, Bless God, let me tell you something. You just understand this, that God's going to deliver you this day. That spirit or spirits are going to go to the dry place. They're going to return. Seven spirits worse than that than than they themselves. You're going to have to then tell them to leave. They're not getting in and don't succumb to the temptation that you've fallen into. Because if you do, you're going to have a heap of trouble. Father, right now, in the name of your Holy Son, Yeshua, I command every foul spirit, and spirit of darkness that has uh, come and attached themselves to the minds and the bodies of these people to come out of them right now in Yeshua's name and let them be set free. And I bind you, Satan, from these also in the name of Yeshua. What I bind in earth is bound in heaven itself. Amen and amen. Well, bless God. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. In the name of Yeshua.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Prophet Deckard. Again, you can get a hold of us at the website www.JewishProphet.com and you can find out, again, all this material that you're hearing taught every day, every week. Folks, you want to get out there and start taking a look at that and start ordering that material because you need to get a hold of that and start to apply that into your life so that it will change your life. You know what? You can also email your prayer requests to cradle and We'll be praying for your prayer requests. Shalom. Until tomorrow. And remember, with God, all things are possible. I'm <imitation> going